Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DMN host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! Great Christmas time. Hello. Well, I, I, I hope you're all happier this time, you know. I mean, Positivity. I mean... I- in a moment, you're going to say, and they'll be reprising their roles. That's not something you could have necessarily necessarily said. <laughs> that yeah. is true. It <laughs> is uh, a little bit of an honor to say they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, who hasn't rage quit yet, and Dick Fate, our half-orc barbarian, who is clinging onto life with 5 HP. <laughs> yeah, we fucking are. <laughs> I mean, five yeah. is 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 more than you need, really. Yeah, I mean, for a barbarian, that's like what ten HP <laughs> <laughs> easily. <laughs> yeah, let's put it that way. Uh, so, fun times happened last week as you won. You beat back the Migo threat. You stopped the Migo warrior from escaping. It uh, overcommitted a little bit, thought it was going to get the kill on Dick Fate and then get out of there, but Dick hung on to life with a bit of a clutch heal from Tommy's Ring of Renewal. Rurik was uh, brought back to life by Sophia, which let him give you all a little bit of extra damage to do, and quite the team effort, I'd say, of taking this creature down before it could uh, run back home. Well done, guys. Success. And after that... Yay. I mean, dude, I, 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 I can't believe you didn't talk about the hit. Um, but yeah, yeah, yes. Come on, <laughs> one of the highest damage rounds we've ever had from any of our players, Mr. Tommy Hawkins. I mean, come on, his, uh, no, no, surely Rogar would have done better than that. I don't know. I mean, even I think Rogar only ever got like one crit with his Eclipse plus Divine Smite combo. I think. Yes, I, and and because I got the two crits in the turn. Okay. Yeah, that that, that really. That, Natty twenties is just unheard of, and I'm still not impressed by it. And I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, what can I say? The feelings mutual. (laughs) So yes, especially especially how we were looking earlier. Mm. Well, now the ruined head of the Migo warrior is uh, adorned on the front of your ship, which looks very disgusting. But uh, yes. You have claimed victory from the jaws of defeat, and you have been invited on board the Migo ship. Assurances from this strange uh, mechanical voice that uh, everything's cool over there, no problems. And uh, Tommy and Sophia, as the healthiest two, are going to go investigate while everyone else sits on the ship and puts their feet up. Smart. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> mm. Very smart. Yeah. Dick handed over the uh, strange item that he found on the Migo warrior, this um, thin sheet of metal that's just about as big as uh, Dick's palm, covered in strange symbols. And uh, I think Tommy now has that. And you guys have constructed a little bridge to uh, bridge the gap between uh, your ship and the Migo, a little uh, boarding plank. And you have just pushed your way through one of the uh, vicious-looking wounds on the side of this creature. And now you're going to go exploring inside. Lucky you. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that Dick didn't take the opportunity to be the first one to penetrate. Losing <laughs> touch one, one, one of the orifices, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, 
you are on inside the Migo ship, and it is a slightly disgusting experience to push past the wound because this creature was very much alive at one point, but uh, now it is some monstrous blend of flesh and machine. As you get inside the first bit, you you step onto some sort of metal floor that is seemingly of sentient creature's construction. It looks like the inside of the creature has almost been hollowed out and replaced by technology. And, I mean, Tommy, you've seen Valman come up with some wild things in his uh, sketches and stuff that he managed to bring to life. I mean, he's done some mad stuff with what he could build. This thing, however, this creation, you don't even know where to start. Like, you can't see the gears... There's these dangling tubes coming from the ceiling above you. There's just flat metal sheets with no seeming joins. This You have no idea who or what was able to construct this or how. There, This is... It's actually... Because you understand how machinery goes together, probably a bit better than everyone else, it kind of blows your mind, and it's a little bit unnerving to stand in such a creation as you guys start to walk through the first few corridors here. Like... This is way beyond you. Uh, Sophia, this is uh, this is something else. This is a uh, this is a living machine. This is uh, tech uh, way beyond anything anything any creature in our world could do. I mean, Valmin. Valmin's a fucking genius. This is all he does is Charles play compared to this. I don't like the smell. <laughs> Oh yeah, it absolutely reeks of decaying, rotting flesh. And although the the magnificence of the technological construction is there, it's also heavily damaged, and you can see like little pools of stagnant water, or at least maybe it's not water, maybe it's with this creature's blood, or various um, fluids of uh, unknown origin and use all over the place but a lot of them stink and this place is not pleasant to walk through especially as every so often the uh, the metal gives way and you're literally trying to step on or step over just fleshy pustules that are forced out of the floor beneath you or there's hanging you at first hoped with some sort of um tubing but it turns out that might be internal organs this place is not only disgusting, it's damaged, so now it's uh, falling apart in areas. I mean, to be fair, the, the, the smell and, and, and actually the appearance is, is oddly, I don't know, reassuring to Tommy. I guess it kind of reminds me of the sewers back home. Hmm, there is that. <laughs> not a tree in sight. Oh yeah, good vibes. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> So um, as you guys make your way around, you eventually come to a, uh, a longer corridor that ends in a door that is open. And just slumped in the doorway, you see another one of the Migo scouts, clearly deceased. It's been torn apart by some sort of weaponry, but you don't exactly see what could have caused that. Are you going to approach? Cautiously with weapons drawn, yeah. He did say it was obviously deceased but yeah well yeah i mean cautiously with weapons drawn <laughs> okay as you get close to the body kind of slinking up there you hear that mechanical voice that sort of tinny ringing sound echo out 
from seemingly all around you. You there, friend or foe? Uh, uh it's a subjective question, mate. But looks like you t- you dealt with one of these fucking bug things, and we killed the rest. Set one that managed to fuck off with a bit of my best friend's brain. Ah, yes, the Migo. They have a habit of doing that, I've noticed. Yes, I dealt with this one, and uh, if you don't lower your weapons, I'll, I'll, I'll keep my weaponry trained on you. I'm very well, dangerous. We're not, not after a fight with you. We just uh, barely survived the last one. And to be fair, we're only in it because you asked for help. So I think the first words you should be thinking of is a bit of thanks. Yeah, you came to us. We didn't come to you. You nearly crashed into our ship. These fucking Mego things is what you call them. They they came onto our ship asking for us to let them have you. And we said no. And then they attacked us and we killed him and they killed one of us. So I'd say we were on the same side. But like I say, a bit of gratitude wouldn't, would go far. Give me a uh, persuasion with advantage as you're both kind of helping out there. Matt, you doing that? Yep. Uh, 14, which for Tommy is probably as good as we're going to get. <laughs> 14. Um, the voice chimes out again and goes, Ah, good. You dealt with all of them. Then yes, welcome. Apologies. I, uh, I've been under a, quite a bit of duress for some time now. I uh, haven't met many friendly faces. Please come in, come in. Let's talk. Let's talk in person. All right, then. And I, we'll, we'll kind of lower our weapons, I guess. I, Tommy will, anyway. Um, you know, I'm not hugely at ease, but I'm not spoiling for a fight either. Okay. So you step over the Mego corpse and start to make your way into this chamber, which, as you get close, you see is lit by this uh, neon green light that just seems to be coming from all the machinery in this room. And this room is full of machinery. And if you thought what you'd seen previously looked alien, this is beyond your wildest expectations. This thing clearly operates in realms beyond your understanding. And before you, as you look at all the strange buttons, lights, dials, tubes, all of that, right in the center is this quite large, probably about the size of a torso, cylinder filled with a dark greenish liquid floating in the middle of which is a very human looking brain and as you come into view you see just below the uh cylinder the voice seems to emanate from what you and i would know as a speaker but for you guys is a weird little dome thing that is uh, very tinny and says ah it's good to see the pair of you Glad to see some friendly-looking faces after so long. Welcome. Welcome to my ship. What's left of it, anyway? Um, I'm going to kind of... the brain seeing us? I'm going to look at, like, like glance at Sophia and be like, no, mate, uh, not being funny, are you, are you the brain in the jar? Oh, quite, quite, I am indeed. Right. And uh, how are you seeing us, exactly? going to post a uh, message in the Discord so that you can see a representation of what this thing looks like in front of you. Uh-huh. Ah, very good question. If you uh, cast your eyes up to the top left corner of this room, 
and as you do so, you see this little flashing red light. I am able to view you through this. It is a uh, sensory device. Very handy. Uh, right. Okay, well, I've got to be honest, you aren't exactly what I was expecting. Uh, kind of expecting just a dude in a room. But yeah, so, like, are you the ship? Is the fleshy part you? He um, bobs up and down a little bit in this very viscous liquid, and a strange sound comes across the speakers that you think is the sound of a brain trying to laugh. (laughs) No, 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 no. The ship is not me. The ship is some abomination constructed by those frightful creatures. No, 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 no. Once upon a time, I had a form much like the pair of you. could walk around, touch things with my hands, all the fun stuff. Ah, but I'm afraid I've not even done you the honour of introducing myself. My name is Matthias Aikens. Who am I addressing? Uh, I'm Sophia Lantern, and this is Tommy. Uh, Tommy Aikens, pleasure, yeah. Sorry, 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 mate, I've just... uh... So, I'm just trying to get my head around it. So you're, you're the jar. You're that. Are you anything else in this room? I just don't want to, like sit down and I'm on your, on your arm or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, the machinery in this room is what allows me to uh, speak, see, analyze. As long as you don't press any buttons without me telling you, then uh, I'm sure we'll be okay. Well, yeah, fair. And uh, look, are you uh, is this is this like your choice, or did the uh, did the bugmen put you here? Well, that is a complicated story, and I suppose it depends on who you ask. From my perspective, I agreed to expand my horizons and join in some interesting travels among the stars, learning and researching, expanding my knowledge and. You know, being the true scholar at heart, as I always wanted to be. I didn't want to be bound to my world. I wanted to travel. I wanted to see things that no one else had seen before. Apparently, that involved ripping out my brain and putting me in this jar, which I did not agree to. I must stress, I was not told that that would be part of the deal. I suppose it has some advantages, but I must advise that if you are ever given the option, the disadvantages are most distressing. Uh, duly noted. So, uh, were you to have the option of escaping this ship, that would be something you wouldn't wish to do so. Ah, well, yes, you bring me on to uh, my next topic of conversation. I'm afraid this ship is pretty much done for, and it seems that my captors can uh, trace it rather well. I've been trying to avoid them for quite some time, but they finally caught up to me. Yes, if I could be extracted from here and set up somewhere else, I would definitely appreciate it. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that's that's the next question, I guess, is, uh, yeah, as my colleague quite succinctly puts it. How the fuck are we going to get you out of here, then? 
Well, it would involve uh, deconstructing some of the equipment here and taking it somewhere else and reconstructing it. Now, you don't need to know exactly how this um, particular apparatus works. I can give you a step-by-step uh, -step guide if that would help. Are any of you particularly familiar with um, machines or creating things? Someone with a reasonable understanding of how things work. Um, and Tommy's going to kind of, yeah, Tommy's going to kind of uh, explain how he thinks things have been hooked up there currently and kind of watching and tracing back the bits that he's aware of that seem to be part of um, part of Matthias and in the hopes that that kind of suggests that perhaps he doesn't know what he's on about a little okay. bit. Do me a straight-up intelligence roll. Oh, dear. Or actually, uh, it's, you'd be your tinkerer's roll, so you, I'd let you add your proficiency to it. Okay. Um, tinkerer's uses decks, I think. Oh, does it? Yeah, well, let's look. I've got I've got gunsmithing, which is int. So let's let's go with that because that's let's seems do that more... then. That's that's mechanical. Okay. Yeah, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. As you kind of explain things, the brain kind of what you think is nodding towards you as it kind of bounces up and down in the cylinder and goes, um, yes, yes, you're you, you show at least a rudimentary understanding. Uh, may I ask, are you much of a scholar? An academic no, of sorts? No, more of a tinker, mate. More of a more of an engineer of uh, weapons and uh, latterly mechanical men. I see. Well, you you at least have a, a vague grasp of things. I think I could certainly instruct you on how to take yeah. this machinery apart yeah. and put it back That's together. That's all well and good. That's all. But why? We, Tommy, we just lost our four. Surely we should be doing that. Why? Why are we here? Because what what can we do with R four? I don't know. We could go see Valman. We can. I don't know. But uh, no offense to you, Matthias, but we don't know you. All of a sudden, we've lost a friend because you bumped along He's into us. To house the brain. Well, that's that was a that was a, a thought that crossed my mind as a as a player, but probably wouldn't have crossed Tommy's. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you may ask Dick later. <laughs> the, the 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 other the other thought is obviously to. To just to get him to uh, to help power the ship alongside the um, the water spirit. That's be interesting. Sorry. The air spirit. They're actually air, air spirit, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but are they gonna be friends? Are they well, gonna be know. friendly? I don't know. We'll find out. But yeah, you're you you are right to question. And um, I mean, t Tommy's kind of just a little bit, I don't know, dazed at this point. I guess he's kind of not really feeling anything very much now. So. Yeah, if you you kind of can can push forward with that mm. argument. Sure, yeah, sure. just yeah. Who are you, and what are we? Why? <laughs> well, I always like getting down to business. Yes, well, as I said, my name is Matthias Aikens. I am a a scholar. I am a learned gentleman. I know a great deal of things. Now, in terms of skills, I am somewhat limited in this form, but I believe you mentioned you had a ship. I have been able to pilot this ship expertly. If you were able to install the right bits from this ship into your own, I could provide similar services there. But if that is not good enough, I'm certain I know a few things. Such as... Because we, we've got a pilot. Hmm. 
Tell me, do you happen to know of a dragonborn? I believe his name was Clanless Rogar. You have our attention. Excellent. Well, I could tell you a great deal on that front. All I would ask is, well, for my safe passage off the ship, if you would like to employ my skills on your own ship, I would appreciate that. There is not much I can do from within this cylinder by myself. Now that my vessel has been destroyed, effectively. All right, mate. Well, look, Sophia's right to be uh, to be wary. We come across more creatures and people that want to kill us than want to be our friends. So let's cut to the chase. Yeah, you want out of here. It's within our ability to do so. Great, we can do that. You want to help us out? Fantastic. We're, uh, we happen to be rather in need of a few good allies. However, what do you really want? Look, we know why you're here. You, talk, you explained how you got in here. You explained you wanted to see the, the, the planes, the universe, whatever. Fantastic. But when it comes down to it, being, being honest, what do you really want? And if you know Rogar, as we know Rogar, there might be a divide in what our interests are. I feel my wants and needs have always been very simple. I enjoy knowledge. I enjoy learning. I enjoy finding out everything I possibly can. In fact, I could even help you on that front. I I have no need to sugarcoat this. I will happily share any secrets I can ever root out. And I'm very good at rooting them out. I have a great deal of knowledge about things that you may find of interest, you may not. And if you want me to be completely honest with the pair of you, your names do ring a bell. That's why I mentioned someone who I believe used to be your friend, but it seems like there may have been a divergence. Well, can't say that I care too much about that. If you are the ones able to help me now, then I will share anything you wish to know. Insight check a jar brain. Yep. I would um I was I was gonna do ask you exactly the same thing, so perhaps between us. Yeah. You wanna roll with advantage? I guess Cooks Cooks will allow will will he allow us advantage? Yep, sure. I've intently listening to this uh brain jar. <laughs> Nineteen. Ooh, mm, nice. Looks like a brain jar. Is he bobbing a lot? <laughs> <laughs> um but the nineteen. You don't get the best vibe from this brain jar. Matthias, maybe depending on the circumstance, might not be someone you'd normally deal with. However, you do get that he's being honest when he's basically describing himself as a mercenary. Now, that means you probably can't trust him to hold on to your valuables and not try work against you should a better opportunity arrive. But if you're the best opportunity going and you keep him on side... He is being straight up with you. He will tell you whatever you want to know and will perhaps have knowledge about things that um, is rather hard to come by. Feels like something, knowledge is something we're in a little bit of short supply of at the moment. So perhaps as an, as an ally of somewhat convenience, at least, at least if we're getting the read that he is a known quantity, at least if we, if we know he can't be trusted. 
further we can throw him, that's a lot better than some allies we've had in the past. Let, let's okay. So you're into negotiation. Let's let's say we get you off the ship, yeah? Not necessarily attach you to our ship, because our ship we we're just not yet, alright? And then you would tell us about Rogar. And Is that something? Yeah, and, and, any, and anything else we desire to know about. Is that something you can do? Indeed I can. In fact, let me extend to you both an olive branch, so that you know that what I do know is of interest. While I was traversing the endless night to find my way here, I received a communication, one that I believe was intended for our alien friends out there, and gave me a little bit of insight as to why they were after this craft so badly. Tell me, did you manage to recover anything from their bodies? Hmm. That chance? Mm, yeah. Well, there is a room on the ship that should still be intact, that for some reason I am unable to open. It appears to be locked from a system that is not controlled by the rest of the ship. And I received a communication that I will happily share with the pair of you. Now, I must admit, my translation skills from Aklo are not the best, so I can only give you the gist. But it went as follows. The crawling chaos has decreed that the gift can now be given. Its time in our care is at an end. Bring it to our Lord's mortal servants. It is of vital importance that this is completed with the utmost haste. Now, I'm not certain exactly what they're talking about, but I'm pretty certain that it's aboard this vessel, and the longer I stay here, and the longer any of us stay here, and the longer whatever it is stays here, the more enemies we're going to have coming after us trying to get it. That is, of course, unless you, I, all of us, leave with whatever's here as quickly as we can. I hope that's enough to show you that I'm serious about sharing what I know. We can't... Uh, let's insight check that again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you also insight checking as well? Do you want me to do that? Well, yeah, you, you might as well. Um, with advantage? I guess, if we're both doing it, yeah. Ooh, 13. 13. It's very hard to uh, read a brain in a jar, especially when he's trying to be a little bit coy about things. It sounds like it could be legitimate. You're honestly not certain. Look, well, we let's not let's not fucking stick about it. If there's any truth in that, um, which, you know, I'm kind of hoping there is, it does rather make sense. We can, uh, we can get the fuck out of here with with Matthias in tow and also yeah we don't want to be hanging around here too too much if uh no. if there's more Migos on the fucking way but I'm also Partic worried what the thing is because how many times it's going to be um I mean it wasn't us but when the book for the King in Yellow was that was a present wasn't it well whatever it is let's bang it in the bag of holding until we find out more about it, if we can. Um, I don't particularly fancy touching it, just in case. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's try and grab whatever they're after, and then 
get the fuck out of here because if they are working with the crawling chaos, then uh, we don't particularly want to be around when anything else comes after it. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So uh, to go and investigate first, and then pick you up or dismantle you or what? I can give you the instructions if one of you wishes to start the process here while the other explores. I can assure you the ship is safe right now. Only one of them made it on board. And that one has been dealt with. Yeah, but we don't know what's behind that door. You no, don't know, we'll, we don't know. We'll, we'll both ping off, have a look behind the door, so at least one of us has got some backup. And then I'll come back here and uh, take you apart. All right? Fine. Be my guest. So I guess we will um, head on through to the other side. Cool. So you... Uh... He, he'll give you some general instructions about this room that he can't open, like where it's located, and the pair of you can head off towards it. As you're making your way through the ship, you do eventually get to a door that is very much still sealed, and you see next to the door of this rectangular bit of equipment that has some lights on it, and you see there is a thin slot in the center of it. Wait, so there's a slot? Yeah, there's if you've slot. made it all the way there, there is a slot on this... Uh, I mean, is it like, is it contactless or is there a pin? Uh, or... It looks like you would insert and something may happen. Uh, can you, uh, can you hear us, uh, Armin Zola? Or are we in a different fucking part of the ship to you now? I can hear you. All right then, mate. Uh, we're just about to insert something in your slot. All right. Proceed. Can I do right. it? I, I don't get it to insert anything into anybody's slot. Well, fair. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't ask. Go I for mean, it. you haven't inserted anything to anybody's slots for a long time. Yeah, it's true, actually. In we go, then. Uh, okay. I wonder how the uh, House of Glass is doing oh. under the dome. Business is booming. <laughs> what else are you going to do under the dome that's true okay then so you take the uh, the thin piece of metal and you slide it into the slot and almost just noiselessly it disappears and the door slides open it takes a few seconds but lights turn on inside the room it's a relatively small chamber probably only about 10 foot from the door and a couple of foot wide but you do see a few things inside. And I'm just trying to pick the last thing I was going to put in here. So give me one second. A sex dungeon. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, we await with bated breath. Yeah, just trying to decide what would be the most fun. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm increasingly glad he stayed on our ship. <laughs> Damn straight. He's learning. <laughs> It, it, to be fair, in my defence, I'm I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what well, actually? What 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 is going on? What is um what is going on 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 the main ship? Um, good question. You two uh, finishing your beers? <laughs> a few beers, listening to some smooth jazz. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so 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 some healing for sure. Um, but yeah, it's 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 it, it's 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 quiet, <laughs> <laughs> which is necessary. 
So what, what do we think about about Matthias anyway? Really I mean, cool dude. I mean, he seems I I I I can't help but like him a little bit. But I <laughs> I, I, do, I do think he I do th- do you think that he's yeah he's he's gonna fair, screw us over. Fair, fair, well. He, he, like I said before, he's a known quantity. We we know that he's not loyal. We know he has no particular kind of loyalty with us. But also, he doesn't. He does seem like he doesn't have any qualms or loyalty to anyone else either. So he'll he he will tell us what we want to know, and perhaps we can use him to do some good. At least he's not. At this point, he doesn't have any other options. So there's no reason for him to screw with us. And he might lie. Yeah, but what's, what what can he really achieve? He he might be able to kill us all, but his ship can't go anywhere, and um, it's very likely that the more Migos are after him because they know where he is. We are his his hope, really. So while he might be lying to us, he's also pretty um pretty fucked. Just take everything he says with a pinch of salt, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, a smart move, but we. We we are we are short of allies at this stage, so yeah, that's the whole point of us being here is to get allies. So I mean, is is yeah. is, is he more or less trustworthy than your dad? Probably <laughs> um, more asking. trustworthy than my dad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. My dad is a known entity. What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so wrong with you, Dad? I <laughs> stop being a cunt and it'll be fine. <laughs> he was very nice to you, mostly. I feel like it'd be less nice to the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, as the door slides open and the lights come on, you see a few items before you held within this chamber. The first of which is on a small stand with these uh, two little, um, almost like carved hands holding it up. It is a bizarre metal contraption, probably about as long as your arm, maybe a little bit shorter, and I'm going to show you guys a picture of it, because it is bizarre as hell. But looking at it, I'd say this, Tommy, your first thought that springs to mind upon seeing this item is, is that a weapon? Ooh. Hmm. It is... It's like a pincer. It does. Yeah, the front of it almost looks like a pincer with these two jagged um, protrusions at the front. And then all the way down the back, it's covered in these small um, little focal lenses. It's a mix of metal and some sort of tempered glass, maybe, as you get closer to look at it. There seems to be tubes underneath it to carry something from one end to the other. I will say the technology is far beyond you, but you know a weapon when you see it. And this is a most unique weapon. Are you doing anything with it immediately, or can I describe the other things you see? In the I think we'll, we'll 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 go and see what else we see first of all before we start trying to pick anything up here. Okay. On the other side of the room, you see two vials raised in their own little holder. One of which appears to be a purplish, almost glowing liquid, sparkling a little bit. It seems to move and swirl all by itself. The other appears to be very dark liquid, almost black, or at least a heavy brown, kind of swirling slowly, looks very viscous. Those two are together, held up on the side. Okay. And then the final item that is in the middle of the room and seems to be 
on this large raised what you think looks like some sort of altar the platform itself is covered in symbols that honestly hurt your eyes just to look at you swear they move if you stare at them too intensely and resting atop them is a book a very old looking book bound in leather of some sort the pages that you could see from this angle look ancient and the front of it is carved in these symbols that again don't mean a lot to you but they also are difficult to look at and of all the items in this room when you stood past the threshold you feel a sense of power emanating and you're certain it's all coming from the book it's like the book has a weight to it some sort of pull that's what um that's the that's thing the crawling crawling chaos is after, isn't it? No, he wants yeah. to give that to somebody, isn't it? Oh, he wants it for some re- for some purpose anyway. Yeah. But that's a, that's a hard nope with that. I would uh, I would like to take it with us, if only to not have it in his hands. Uh, but I feel like uh, a little bit like when you pick up a dog poo. I feel like I'm going to do that with a bag of holding. Mm. You know. Turn it so I, so, so I touch it only with the bag of holding, and in it goes. Thing is, if we destroy it, as I want to do, could it be an object for good? I doubt it. I really, really doubt it. I think I think we'd want to find out more about it first of all. But first, first thing is definitely to deny it to whoever's after it. Yeah, let's not touch it though. Can I? Can I? Can I? Dog poo bag sure. into the. Right, let's not even holding. look at it. Let's not even read it, obviously. Well, not, 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 no, no. But I perhaps, perhaps would, would, would show it to somebody who I trust. Yeah. Later on. Yeah. But let's uh, let. So, so that's that's my first that first thought with that, and then uh, with the I'll vials. Let's yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's go and inspect the vials and the gun. Actually, I'm going to go and inspect the, the well, I say the gun, the, the claw weapon thing. I'm going to go inspect that because that's what Tommy would do immediately. And I would look at the vials. Yes, but I, I think I think yeah I think just because I don't think you like it in, even in the room with us with the way it's emanating can I can I first try dog poo bagging the um, bag of holding into the bag of holding the book does that work? Sure. Yeah, you can do that. With the book as you pick it up, it almost feels like a regular book. There's no immediate draw to open it. You pick it up, you put it in your back, and that's it. Nice. Okay. Good. I'm going to wander over and inspect the weapon. Okay. So, Tommy, do me a investigation. Okay. This is more of a mechanical creation than magic. Uh, 25. Nice. 25. As you get close to this weapon... It's a weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see the actual size of it. They say it's pretty much as big as your arm. You think it's similar in kind of weight to your rifle and looking at it you think you could probably hold it like that might be not necessarily designed for someone with your anatomy as you saw the amigo had multiple arms and pincer hands as well they probably hold this weapon very differently to you but you think you could make use of it in that way what you do find though is that this weapon is very complicated um you you realize that to use it, you would have to have a certain intelligence, because there's a lot of steps to remember and a lot of things to do, and it looks like this thing has variable 
abilities and settings on how it works. So I'm going to uh, read it out to you as with a 25. You kind of figure out the gist of it. This weapon is known as a lightning gun. It is a strange technological device created by the great race of Yith and weighs 15 pounds and is wielded in two hands by any medium or small creatures. Um, the range of its attacks is between 100 and, is at regular range 150, extended range 600 feet, and it has 20 charges. By expending any number of charges up to a minimum, sorry, up to a maximum of your intelligence bonus with a minimum of one as an action, you can fire a small lightning bolt from it at one target. You make your attack roll with advantage if your target is wearing or made at least partly of metal. On hit, the lightning gun deals 1d10 lightning damage per charge expended, and you treat this as a spell attack using your intelligence modifier for the attack roll and to modify the damage. You add your proficiency bonus on attack rolls with this magic weapon if you're a uh, Yithian creature, which you're not. If you're proficient with all martial weapons, you do get it though, or if you have prepared a spell that deals lightning damage. So there's a few ways to know how to use it. Uh, you can use the extra attack feature or other means to make multiple attacks in conjunction with activating the lightning gun as if it were a regular weapon. But if you fire the lightning gun after you have already spent charges equal to your intelligence bonus this round, you can only spend one charge on your new attack. The lightning gun regains 1d20 charges at dawn. I'll send that over to you, but it's, okay. it's a curious gun. Interesting. I mean, that, that feels like a potential missile attack for Mr. Fate. Ooh, you're going to get to Dicky, are you? I'm not yet, but it feels like something that perhaps would go very well with the band of intellect. It does. Oh, yes. Is it, um, attuned? Uh, it's not. Ooh. It's just a weapon. Mm, yes. I mean, not to say I wouldn't want to use it particularly, but, uh, it does seem to suit his well it seems to go hand in hand with the band mm. yes very much so and also might make um i don't know can you can you use it while raging can you use missile weapons while raging i think uh so. yeah i don't see why not so can't cast just, spells but it counts as a regular weapon so and and, it, and it's, it's it's only martial weapons which you're proficient in as a barbarian yep so yeah I mean, that's that's my thinking at this point, anyway. Um, Sounds good to me. Yeah, I, I would have thought so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool, and I do kind of want to shoot it at least once. Uh, so, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. Okay. Do you uh, not want to inspect it just in case? I mean, I I did it. I got a twenty-five on it when oh, I was yes, you did. Sorry. it. Yeah, no, you're so right. I, I would I would hope if it was like trapped or something that I would have spotted right. that. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to scoop that up, and I guess you looking at the um, the vials. The vials. Okay. Do you want me to do, do them put... in turn or as all together? Sure. Do you have? Are you proficient in Arcana? No. Uh, then you might struggle to identify either of these without. Oh well, I'll them. give them a go. It might be one to take back to Solara. Yeah, I think you'd have to send okay. it to Solara to have her take a look, so you can pocket it. That's a natural one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's not tea, or is it tea? Is it tea? I think you're just gonna have to drink both of them at once and find out. Ah. Oh. Don't do it. I mean, that sounds like a good idea. I mean, Tom, Tom, if if you start to do that, Tommy's gonna walk up to you and slap your hand away. Why are you so rude? Let me Don't be me. Don't drink it. 
don't drink the funky juice you found on the half flesh alien ship. Ah, uh, yeah, the rotting half flesh alien ship that that, that stinks. Okay. Yeah, take, uh, take a good take a good sniff. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. I get your point. I get your point. This time, but don't um, slap me again. What? Chill out. <laughs> Let's take it to Solara. Let's should we pop it in the bag as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, put yeah. it carefully in the bag. Don't want them spilling or mixing. Uh, all right. Is there anything else in here? I guess we that we, we we were so so keen on looking at the the loot, we didn't actually look around at all. No, that is pretty much it. It seems that this room is basically a vault. Okay. Cool. Uh, I guess we'll uh go back to Matthias. We'll, we'll head back out and um and I will attempt. Well, I'll, I'll tell Matthias we we found a a gun and some other bits and pieces in there and we'll i'll start decoupling him okay. if you want to if you want to head back sophia i guess to the to the ship and let the other guys know that we're safe and we're not dead i mean i'll go up to top uh to one of the wounds shout over but i'm I'm not leaving you by yourself oh okay that's nice Thanks, I'm, mate. I'm not just not very <laughs> trusty today for some reason that's fair is trusty a word? A trustee of a museum or something. Yeah, but not the way I'm saying it. No, but that's no. okay. <laughs> All right, crack on. I will supervise. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll start. So I guess, uh, yeah, I'll start decoupling Matthias then. Sure. He's happy. Sure. He will give you all the instructions you need. And it does take quite a while. Um, it's very complicated. And even though he's kind of given you a step-by-step process and you had a good role earlier, it's still probably the most complicated bits of machinery you've ever seen in your life. And you're trying to take very careful care as to note what connected to what when you're going to try set this up again. But after, I'd say, maybe an hour, maybe two almost, you managed to get the whole thing deconstructed. All right, well, let's, uh, let's get this back on the ship and we'll reassemble it in one of the rooms. Really? Well, we, how are we reassembling are we doing? We're not going to cook him up to the ship, but we'll just reassemble him as an entity right so we can talk to him okay does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah well, well let's do that then okay so you're uh leaving the ship heading back to your own i'm gonna i'm gonna shout to uh shout to dick and say oi his hand do we have a faraday cage on board i don't believe so why not we should always have a faraday cage <laughs> when it's a weird alien being that seems to be powered by some strange mumbo jumbo yeah okay that's on my right. that's on my shopping list okay for next time then yeah okay all right should we we'll, we'll let the others know what we're doing as a as a, as well, a let's kind of talk to rogar oh, not rogar to dick I'm, I'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of getting getting dick to try and come over and give us a hand carrying him because mm. he's in bits and also we'll explain what what's what's happened and what's going on basically so su- suffice to say i mean i'm guessing matthias isn't like talking at this point no when you take the last bit out which is basically a cylinder the light in the cylinder dims and it's almost like the glass um like a shutter comes down over the glass like it's just a solid metal cylinder now so he's kind of a, a you know mercy yeah. pretty much um Right. Well, let's. Yeah. So as we, as we're carting it across, I guess we'll we'll fill in, um, fill in Dick on everything, and I'll, I'll also tell him about the gun as well. Cool. 
You don't give a shit about no gun, especially if you're not going to tell him that you might give it to him. I, I mean, I will, I will infer the fact that it, um, it requires a high intelligence, and also the smarter oh. you are, probably the better you'd be able to use it. Ah, oh, yes, Dick Vader's of the highest intelligence. Yeah, well, I was thinking it might help you be a bit more useful at distance. Go on, mate, you can have it. Well, thank but you, sir. We get but, to shoot uh, him twice. Yeah, yeah, but but like yeah, like Sophia says, I, I want I want a crack at shooting it at least once. That is fine. That is fine. But you are yet to explain why we are carrying a brain. Well, I I will basically I will fill him in on everything that happened on the ship, everything we discussed before, everything he told us, because I don't want to just reiterate the entire episode we've just done just now. Um, yes. I to say you have been listening in, Bunkle, and you are now aware of everything that we know. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, this Rogar fellow, I mean, we don't talk. You never talk about him. He sounds like we, such a wonderful person. We don't talk about Rogar. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Rogar. Yeah, we don't talk about Rogar. Um, yeah, he, uh, well, let's, uh, how about we let Mr. Mr. Mephias fill us in on exactly what I mean, Rogar was up to. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. No. I can throw him pretty far when he's just a jar. But let's... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a bit wary of it, like making him whole again on the ship. I mean, if we don't... I'm pretty sure, though not 100%, but pretty sure that as long as I don't connect him to anything patchy on the ship move or whatever i don't know he seems highly intelligent look we're not the, look, look the ship isn't wi-fi connected all right okay okay <laughs> he's, he's he's i'm gonna have to plumb him in somehow okay. to make him connect to the ship and i'm not going to give him any opportunity to plumb himself in can you just uh stop all admin rights okay yeah don't worry okay he's uh it, it, we 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 didn't plump for the uh, smart upgrade on the ship, so he can't get in. Everything's uh, yeah, and and it's, we've got the machine spirit anyway, which would probably uh, not be too happy with unsolicited yeah. um, dip picks. Yeah, <laughs> admin, admin admin access. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. We'll hook him just up to himself in a room, and then we can ask him some questions. Oh, okay. And you we set can him up in one of the storerooms, I take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 oh, kind of away, away from everything else, um, without anything particular around him. Uh, I mean, I probably trust him slightly more than Sophia does, but I can appreciate the um, the lack of trust. I, uh, I, res- I respect um, paranoia, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll do that again. I'll spend quite some time hooking him back up again. As long as, unless anyone's going to interject. I mean, this is also Rorik, unless he's got any kind of massive, um, sudden, oh no, I've heard about this thing before. Please don't let it anywhere near our ship. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, I guess you might want to talk to Solara as well. And also maybe show her those vials while I'm busy. um, I mean, how much can we communicate with the spirit of the ship? Mm, Not much. It doesn't, unless you can speak... um... The air elemental language it doesn't okay, really respond to words very easily uh, okay it's just gonna um, try and explain to it that 
to keep an eye on it esque thing. But, can, um, you can explain that to it whether it responds in a way. Yeah, that that's fine. Yeah, I will go to the to the bridge and be like, "Hi, I don't know if you can hear me, but we've got this thing and we're going to build it, and uh, we don't really trust it. But um, well, I don't trust it. But if you could keep an eye on it, um, don't just just have all your firewalls up and up to date and um can i can i can i understand it because i'm wearing a helm of comprehend languages underneath my hmm. to be um, fair I, I, yeah i mean to be fair i probably should have understood the amigos more but that, that that's i forgot i had it so maybe i wasn't wearing it at the time we'll say <laughs> fair, um, i mean i think the only thing they said that you didn't understand was basically i'm getting out of here <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> yeah yeah so i've, I've got the yeah, I guess I, I need to cast a spell at will, so I've got to actually actively. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to actively listen for it. So I mean, I can, I can actively listen for the um, for the air elemental. See if sure. it seems cool. The response you get, um, it's it's almost not so much a language as a feeling, but it's basically like understood. It's on guard. Doesn't really know what it can do, but you've alerted it to potential presence on the ship. Cool. Yes. Hey. Okay, hot, then, yeah, I guess I will uh, plug in the uh, some USBs and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you uh, spend a bit of time rebuilding. I don't know, if, Dick, if you're wanting to help as well to get used to the technology as you are... I guess you've uh, you, you got big brain smaller. time. Mm-hmm. D- Dick will help out of uh, curiosity. Okay. Um, for the potions, if you want Solara to take a look at both of them, I will give her a roll uh let's try the first one uh, arcana okay uh with a 12 she looks at the purple one and she says uh i uh, must admit i'm not really sure what this is going to do um i've never seen anything like it before looks funky it's best okay. i can give you it's a good thing we're going to see your mates isn't it well aren't we we're going to the spire first aren't we I keep forgetting that, but I, I keep think forgetting. We are. are we going to Spire first? I think we yeah, are. Yeah, that that's where her friends are. So yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going cool. to Spire first. I need to keep remembering that because I keep thinking, yeah, we're going to see Sophia's dad first, and we're not. We're going to the Spire first. Hmm. Uh, the other one, she looks at it and swirls it around. And goes, this one, this one. I don't really know what this will do, but I, I feel like it's very dangerous. There's something transformative about it the properties i think just the slightest slip would have slightest sip would have an impact Uh, i'm not really sure exactly what though but i've never seen anything like it but i think it's i think it's dangerous slide those back into the uh, bag of holding them yeah (laughs) i'm gonna assume it's a vicious type of polyjuice potion and put it back in yeah Right. And you can also ask Matthias as well if he may or may not know. Yeah. Then he's up and running, I guess. Okay. Well, with uh, Dick's help, you managed to put Matthias back together reasonably well, and uh, it doesn't take too long as you slot the uh, brain chamber back into place as the cylinder opens up again, and uh, Dick, Rurik, and Solara all now get to see the strange floating brain. Ah... Thank you. The tinny voice kind of comes out from the same speaker that you just reinstalled. Ah, I see I extended an olive branch and it wasn't set on fire. 
I do appreciate that. You could have done anything with me while I was so helpless. Well, one good turn deserves another, and likewise, we also know how to take you apart now. But uh, not a threat. We are. It seems like we're on the same page for now. Indeed. Now I must admit, I'm very curious. What did you actually find within the vault? None of my there, senses were able to penetrate it. There was a weapon, which my uh, good buddy Dick now has. There were a couple of vials, which uh, I think... Yeah, I mean, uh, we don't really know what it is. How's your arcana? Oh, it is exceptional. All right. Uh, I pull out the purple one. Hold it up to the lens, would you? And you kind of you hold it up to the chamber, and then realize that you need to kind of hold it up to where uh, Tommy has now reinstalled the camera. Um, oh, one of those curious, very very rare. It's a drug they manufacture. The Migo do it themselves. It allows you to peer through time. And they'll tell you that when you take this drug, you gain a vision of another time. This works as the spell divination, except that you can ask a question about any point in the past or future. And how many doses do we think it is? Single one. This is Single a one, one and done. And are there any negative side effects? Not that he uh, knows about. Not that he says. Okay. Interesting. I will put that away. That seems like it will have a use, but I I think we want to save it for the right use, and with the regular with the with a sort of fair amount of caution involved. And uh, this dark brownie one. Oh, well, that's certainly interesting. That I believe is used as a path to immortality. The fuck? Oh, no, no, that is quite the case. Apparently, if you have the stomach for it, it can allow you to extend your life beyond your life. Hmm, interesting. All Any right. negative, like, effects? Hmm, not that I'm aware. So how does it, how does it work? And it just, you take a sip, you're, you're immortal, or do you take a sip and it increases your natural lifespan? I can't say I'm certain. I've never tried it. I must admit, both of these vials that you have are incredibly rare. I can't say I've ever had the pleasure of being in the same room as them. I've only read about it in my studies. Interesting. Well, yeah, well, well Dick those... thinks I should try the brown one. <laughs> How about I'm no? Sh- I'm sure you do, Dick, but I think let's leave it for now. You've got your fancy new gun. Um, I think I want to know a bit more about it first and also work out because you never know what we could trade to someone who wants to uh, extend yeah. their natural lifespan. I know of one to... such person who might be interested in this. We may be able to get some significant reward. Hey, look, I'm dead already. You can't let Rogar have it. <laughs> I, I know that would be the smart thing to do, but... Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. That that was that was to- totally what we thought. Totally. <laughs> totally. I mean, you know, we are we are all Rogar's biggest fans in this room. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> no. Yeah. So s- siphon them back quickly into the um the bag, yeah. I would say, and then um 
then I guess, yeah, we've got a few questions for you, old son. Um, perhaps rather a lot, in fact. But I think oh, we might want to start out. Book. Might want to start out with just how you know the man without a clan. Okay. Um, he will regale you of the story. I won't go through it in detail, but he sure. will basically tell you about how clanless Rogar and uh, Robert, as it was at the time, came upon the ship, um, defeated Amigo that was uh, surviving as part of a crash, and uh, pretty much rescued Matthias in the first place. And although we don't know that as characters, as people, does he tell us the whole truth? um, He doesn't tell you necessarily the details about how he, like, agreeing to do anything in particular, but he says that basically he worked with Rogar, and he provided them transportation while they were in the Dreamlands, and then they went their separate ways. He will tell you that he had a means of finding Rogar, however. That's what he was following when he ended up here by accident. He was and basically knocked off course by the Migo. Do you still have that means? <laughs> oh, I do indeed. Wow, that's interesting. Is it telling you where to where he is now? It's quite faint, but yes, I know exactly where he is. Is he lying as a corpse in the Shimmering River camp? As far as I can tell, if I focus on it, he seems to be moving. Okay, so we can now, presumably, as long as you're willing to tell us, we can pinpoint Dragon Rogar with extreme accuracy at any time. I suppose that is the case. It might be a little difficult to do from here, but if I were to, say, guide your ship directly, I could take you right to him. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that one. I mean, no offence, you seem to have been on the up and up so far, but like I say, we, uh, we're a bit cautious around strangers. Oh, I'm certain we'll be fast friends soon enough. Indeed. Well... What else do we want to know? Perhaps we might... Well, let's just take it out of character for a second, because I'm thinking there's a few things we'd want to know about. Not least what he knows about the Landrin family. Mm, he did say he knows quite a bit about a lot of things, and maybe the cure for Solara. But then again, how much do we want to give away? I mean, none. none of it... Nothing that we there's I don't think there's anything any information that we hold dear that is like kind of need to know particularly. We 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 haven't told him about the book, but he didn't ask. Mm. He asked about what we found in the room, but we kind of we kind of glossed over that a little bit. So I mean, not necessarily deliberately withholding it from him, but also not actively out there telling him about it. I think I think knowing about Solara is not going to cause any problems really mm. um it might also help you never know um does any is anybody else i mean bunkle are you i obviously you knew you knew him as rogar but you can't take that into account is are you worried about him kind of are you feeling a lot of trepidation about trusting him as dick he's <sighs> dick can't say that he's feeling uh nervous at the end of the day it's a brain in a jar I mean yeah <laughs> Axe um, 
Axe versus brain in jar means brain out of jar on floor, broken jar. Yes, and um, though I agree, he seems quite intent on running the ship. Mm-hmm. I don't think we want him to do that. No. But I also don't know why we wouldn't. Because we already have a sentient being controlling the ship. Um, because if he controls the chip, he controls where we go. Yeah. And whilst he hasn't, whilst he said that he doesn't have any particular desires except to gain knowledge, we don't know that he doesn't have any kind of thing that he particularly wants to do. I mean, clearly he was on his way to help Rogar out, and I think we need to find out a bit more about perhaps what the plan was when he met up with Rogar. What was he going to do? It might be put. Uh, it might be pertinent to know what Rogar offered this person for this person to want to help him. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a Rogar thing to do, doesn't it? Yeah, Rogar was always about making deals, wasn't he? So, uh, alright then, uh, alright then, Mephias. So, what exactly was your deal with Rogar then? What was, you were clearly on your way to find him. Are you a, uh, are you a follower of the Crawling Chaos, or it would seem unlikely, seeing as the creatures that were following you were uh, perhaps allied with that. But we've also known that um, the Crawling Chaos's followers are diverse and often um, set against one another at cross purposes. Yeah. So, what was what exactly was the nature of your arrangement with him? <laughs> Oh, you need not worry. I do not serve the crawling chaos. You are right. Those ghastly creatures you saw do work for it. They worship it. They desire the power it grants. But that was never my interest in those studies. No, I was merely curious about such entities. And there are so many to learn about. The crawling chaos is a very interesting one. A lot more active from what I've managed to glean. But my deal with Rogar was not specifically to worship his god. No, we came to an accord around, well, something we were both interested in. The gaining of knowledge and information. He had access to certain things that I wished to discover. Now, it is unfortunate that he does not appear to be here with you to share and keep up his end of that bargain. But if we were to come across such tomes, perhaps you could offer that knowledge to me in his stead. I would most appreciate it. So uh, what you're saying is, he had a book and you wanted to read the book. Oh, most desperately. You see, books contain all manner of interesting things. Things that some would hide away, things that could honestly change the world. And I, I am, as I say, a scholar at heart. I love to read and consume knowledge, no matter how dark or obscure or occult, it is all interesting to me. I love to dig into a good book, you could say. That's good to know where you're at with that. Um... If we saw anything that we thought might be of interest of you, we'll um, we'll let you know. I mean, can... so, so when you saw Rogar, 
You he was with Robert, right? H- who is Robert? Oh, he was some um, bounty hunter, I believe. He was on the look out for a man called oh, what was his name? I believe it was Martin Howard. He went on about some reward that he'd get for turning him in. I dropped them off and uh, let them get on their way. I never interacted with Robert beyond that. Ah, he, well, he may have found Martin. Do you, oh, he was you, successful? Yeah. Um. Obviously, we we never met Robert, but we, we've met We him. met Martin. Yeah. He's a prick, you know. Well, I suppose if Martin is alive, then I guess he probably wasn't successful. That's a shame. He was a nice chap, but uh, the Dreamlands are a dangerous place. I know that all too well. What are you doing in the Dreamlands, exactly? Oh, I was taken there. The Migo go to visit on occasion, and they like to take their specimens with them. They are at least slightly honest. They do share knowledge and take us places. But they just don't specify exactly how you're going to be transported. I can assure you that brain in a jar was not my preferred mode of accommodation during this travel, but here we are. Yes, they were heading to the Dreamlands for some reason, but they were... Well, they lost control of their ship and crashed and, well, most of them died, luckily. Did they tell you what they wanted in the Dreamlands? I am afraid not. They would not share such information with me. Hmm. Quite possibly, though, they were there on pilgrimage. You see there, their god, the crawling chaos, tends to call the dreamlands its domain. So they may have been going there to worship in some way or another. Of interest, what were you before you became the brain in a jar? What, what, what like, race were you? Were you humanoid? Were you... Oh, I, I was a typical human. Um, yeah, you were human, were you? Indeed. Uh, I was a, a stately gentleman with uh, nice long grey hair and an excellently coiffed beard. I uh, miss my old body terribly, but alas, I suppose at least in some way I now live on. Where are you from? Oh, well, I, where are you from? <laughs> I don't think you'd quite know the place. It's it's not from around here. Try me. Hmm. Well, I can assure you it's not this planet. Uh, interesting. Well, it's not the plane of Amy. No, no, no. This is just a detour, of course. But your configuration of uh, celestial bodies is not where I make my true home. You see, the Migo have long mastered interplanar, interdimensional travel. They can go pretty much wherever they wish. Some of them can even do it natively. There is a creature known as a dimensional walker that oh, is a is a fright if you ever come across one of those. There's not much you can do to stop them. Dangerous beings, if they know where you are. Luckily, we're going to leave that ship very quickly before one of them shows up. Definitely. Well, we can travel once a day across the plains, and I guess the time should hopefully be coming up soon. That is very good to know. Um, actually, how, lo- how long have we been here? Uh, at Four. this point, you're coming towards like the evening of the day, so like, bye. If you guys want to sleep, you can head off again in the morning, basically. I think we'll, I think maybe we'll, we'll move the ship somewhat away from 
uh, Matthias's previous ship, just in case something does come back for it. Uh, we don't want to be just sat next to it. So maybe we'll 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 do a little bit of a and take watches. Uh, yeah, and, and take watches. Uh, and I I want to read a bit more of my book as well. You're still your book from you. Don't tell me about your book. I mean, you can read it after I've read it if you want. So you can gain some more constitution. I don't think he gets. I don't think he can read it though straight after me. I think yeah. It's like a hundred years, I believe. Yeah, exactly. He can he can have it. He can keep it for hundred years, and then he can gain some constitution then if he likes. But mm-hmm. um, sling him a book, give him something to read. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess there's quite quite a lot of things we probably do want to talk to him about, perhaps over over the course of the rest of the of this evening in game. I think that I think yeah, I think it's worth asking about what happened to Solara. I think it's worth asking about um I mean he probably he maybe if he's from a different universe he may not know very much about ours. I guess that's that's a question for him. So Mafar, so are you from some other universe? Do you want to get back there or are you quite happy in ours for now? Oh, I am perfectly happy here. I would prefer to have a better mode of transportation, but there seems to be things here that I do not know, things yet to discover. And how much do you know about the workings of our world? Um, not too much. I don't think my captors ever took me to your material plane. I have read a few things. They harvest knowledge from all interesting corners. But uh, I don't think I've ever visited there directly. Um, so you don't know anything about Ofrin at all? Mm-hmm. I can't say that the name rings a bell. Well, perhaps we do have some information about our world then that you might find interesting. Mm, do tell. Well, I mean, we can we can regale him with... What we found out about Othran. Sure. Uh, a fact, the fact that this is this ship belonged to him, and just how old it actually is. Um, I mean, yeah, right, we can we, we go into some detail about what, yeah, about the shrine, about who Othran was, what he was trying to, to achieve, and perhaps a little about the um, the heart and the fact that that's now in the possession of. Uh, the crawling chaos's minions, and yeah, maybe we can tell about Dragon Rogar as well. Yeah, we'll give him some information anyway, and then we can ask him some more questions about. He's not going to know about Sophia's family then, if he doesn't know mm. much about our world, but he might know something about um, the wait for uh, the Feywild. The Feywild, and he might know something about yeah about the curse or whatever it is that's happened to Solara. So perhaps we'll yeah we'll, we'll 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 fill him in on a bit of information so he's getting something out of the of this with us kind of kind of information that perhaps you know it's not gonna nothing that's kind of need to know basis type stuff um but but you know the the general gist of things and um and then yeah perhaps we'll we'll ask him then uh, about Solara and what's happened to her and see if he has any idea. He listens intently to your stories. He does seem interested. He asks you a few like questions along the way, and you seem to uh, be quite pleased with the knowledge. When you ask him about Solara, he goes, Hmm, well, 
There are a great many deal of uh, curses and magical afflictions out there. To have one's memories taken from them and part of who they are, which seems to be what has affected your little sorcerer's magical gifts, well, it looks like a deal was struck. On reneging of that deal, she has received the proper punishment, as was dictated. Now, what does that mean for her? Well, it sounds like your family, Sophia, wanted to get you with some sort of leverage. To do that, normally I would say that they'd keep hold of what they've taken. So, you should take heart in that. They'll likely still have it. Her magic, her memories, stored in some sort of container, I expect. For what little I know of the Fae, they can be quite tricky creatures. They have a passion for hiding things in shiny objects. Perhaps you'll find it in some sort of fancy glass bottle or i don't know put on some sort of gem i couldn't possibly speculate but i expect they've kept it just to keep you on a leash sounds about right and sounds like yes again we do need to get a mosey on and visit them yeah definitely i'm sure we've got a few more questions for the first mm. As you're uh, thinking, he will go. So, I'm sorry, I do just have to ask. Was what you showed me really all that was in the vault? Doesn't seem to me to be worth going to all that trouble for. I mean, yeah. the vial of immortality. Come on. Mm, many creatures are immortal. Well, we never said there that that was all, did we? Look. Do you have any any inkling, perhaps, of what there might have been? Because there was one other thing, but we haven't taken much of a look at it. And I'm loath to uh, let even you have a look at it. Suffice to say, we've had somewhat of a, uh, a bad experience with... Um, unknown objects. Unknown objects. Uh, some of which have turned people crazy or worse. <laughs> I would assure you that I have been through a lot. I am steeled against such objects and items. I have used many myself in my studies. I am, you could say, an expert in such matters. We don't I'm doubt sure that, Matthias. We don't doubt that at all. But uh, the fact remains that there are some very dangerous things out here that... That we don't want to play with, and right now we're not interested in looking at. So, um, yeah. Thank you for we the offer, though. We perhaps we shall revisit this once we get to know each other a little bit better. There may be one other item that perhaps you could help us with, but uh, let's build a little bit of trust first. Fine, fine, if that's what you wish. I would just simply say that if you have something that requires a cult study and a keen intellect, then you have only me to ask. I'll be waiting if you wish to share it. Of course. Well, there's, uh, I'm sure we'll come across many of those type of things in our escapades. And uh, yes, we probably will will desire to uh, find out a bit more about them and presumably allow you to gain the knowledge as well. There, 
may be one thing that we will share with you in the future, but right at this specific moment, you can understand we're a little bit cautious. Fair enough. Okay, so are you guys wrapping up your conversation with Matthias for now, and we're moving on? I mean, yeah, I think I think there are, there are definitely some things that I want to speak to him about, but I don't. I don't know. I think we'll have we'll have time. We'll have time. And it, we go on. I was just gonna say it. Uh, it bodes well not to divulge everything right now, and uh, we still don't really know this person, this brain. Yeah, we don't really know what his motives are apart from more knowledge. Yeah, I mean, more knowledge is is what Rogar was after. Let's be honest. Mm. And uh, I mean, he's not, he's he's not going anywhere at this moment. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a particular threat. Um, and he's given us some information. He also can tell us exactly where Dragon Rogar is at all times, which is pretty handy. Um, but yeah, I think let's let's come back and ask him some more questions when we've had a bit of time to think about it. Oh, okay then. Do so... you, uh, Mathias, do you, uh, do you want a book to read or something while we go? Oh, if you have anything of the sort, sure. Just put it into that deposit over there and you see there's kind of like a, a bit of the machine that sort of opens up. Well, I've got I've got that uh, that stealth book still that I read many moons <laughs> ago hanging about. He can read that. I don't think he can get the... Um, Bonus. The, yeah. the bonus from it, but he can have a have a have a crack at reading about stealth. Um, sure. <laughs> He'll yeah, take I'm, it. I'm, I'm, a I'm, bit of light I'm, reading. Exactly. I'm, I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of being nice. I, I want to. I want to develop a bit of a rapport with him, whether without necessarily trusting him. Like, and I know we've mentioned it before about putting him to our four's body. I mean, Tommy is. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, we 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 kind of suggested it, didn't we, a little bit earlier on? Um, mm. Tommy's not going to be hugely happy with that, um, but it may be a sensible route to go down. But I think we need to trust him more first. Mm-hmm. Um, be funny though. But it would be funny, not again for Tommy very much at this point. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Seems like Cookson's done it this way. It almost seems like it was planned, yeah. Um, but but it's also, do you know, you know, you know how you felt about seeing um, Hell Knight Karnak in uh, um, Sears yeah. body. I mean, that's kind of how it would feel for Tommy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> except except it's not seeing him as an antagonist. It's like he's just wandering around with us every day. Some yeah. fucking dude wearing my mate's skin. It's a I bit mean, weird. To be fair, between Anzir dying and Karnak, it was like, I don't know, two years? I mean, you, you've had like, I don't know, a bit about, of time. About, about, about four hours or so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give or take. Get over yeah. it, you know? <laughs> you, you, you were up to give me a hug four hours ago, Sophia. Your, your, your sympathy doesn't run deep, does it? Nah, not really, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Unless, unless Dick, Sophia, you guys have got anything else you want to say? Let's let's get on and move on. Oh, nope. All good. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, then we will close up the evening on the airship. All of you can turn in and do your various shifts on the ship as you move yourselves away from the Migo uh, vessel and out into more open air and plain skies. Def- definitely getting a few more hours of the book, if that's right. Yeah. Sure, sure. We'll uh, we'll tab- tabulate that up. But uh, 
yeah, as you all turn in, we will uh, say goodnight to the uh, elemental plane of air, and in the morning you will plane shift out of here. But I suppose before then, what I should say is, um, Mr. Fate, as you close your eyes for the evening, you begin to dream. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, oh. oh dear. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. You'll be right. Yeah, have a, have a nice dream. Nothing it's to fine. worry about. It's fine. That never happens. <laughs> a nice, nice, well, a nice, pleasant dream. Now you can have one of Tommy's early dreams about um, Carcassonne. Just, uh, just the kind of the gentle ones, you know, where here's some music in the distance. And when you're dancing. Yeah, no, just no, just thought the early ones where he sort of wanders over and like there's a boat and there's a city mm. somewhere. He's like, ah, that was an interesting dream. Meanwhile, Sophia's fighting for her fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using up all the potions and spells. Oh, God, and... did you? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I lived. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I used up everything, didn't I? I do apologize. <laughs> uh, Alright, well Thank you for joining us everyone That was Gunpowder Treason, No Plots If you enjoyed the show, be sure to check out our Patreon You can support us at patreon.com Slash gtnp We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group All at Gunpowder Treason, No Plots And if you want to chat to us generally I'm on Twitter as at Treason No And my players are there at their player names And gtnp at the end of it and I will hand you over to them to say their own goodbyes. It's Ask Dick! Hello, my name is Dick Fate. PhD, MD, DMD, all the day. This week, I have no question. But... What I do have is a story of how I survived. It's Ask Dick! <laughs> that was getting flatter and flatter. <laughs> <laughs> He's still drunk, isn't he? This dude's still drunk. Yep. No, but I, I, I did run out of uh, breath. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you got your dice, Matt. I do, clickety-clack. It's a 7, 7, 4, 74. We have not done 74 before. Good, good. 74, Rod of Rulership. That doesn't sound ominous at all. You can use an action to present the rod and command obedience (laughs) from each creature of your choice that you can see within 120 feet of you. Each target must succeed a DC uh, uh, 15 wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for eight hours. While charmed in this way, the creature regards you as a trusted leader. If harmed by you or your companions or commanded to do something contrary to its nature, a target ceases to be charmed this way. The rod cannot be used again until the next dawn. That sounds awful and something that Cookson would use if he could get his hands on it. I just think now Dick Fate finally has a purpose in life. <laughs> 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 presents to people to make them obedient. 
<laughs> I present my rod to you. Be subservient. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Fox is like, I am never allowing this to come into the campaign. <laughs> the, the thing is, that on the on the on the one side, it'd be very very annoying for us if it came in with an enemy player. But on the on the flip side, as soon as Dick gets his hands on it, well, he will be presenting his rod to everyone. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> I do not doubt it. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. Can anyone hear us? Can anyone hear us? I'm trapped in this bumper. We're both trapped in this bumper. Oh no, how do we end up in here? Well, how do we escape? Okay, look, maybe if we send everyone to necropoticon.com, we can escape. But not just that. What, what if we send them to the Discord as well? Yes, that's great. You have to go to the website, which is www.necropoticon.com. And you'll find a Discord on there. And if you want, I guess, if, if you've got time while releasing us, you could play games and chat with the people from the various podcasts you've been listening to. You can read all the cast and crew profiles. You can be part of special events. In fact, we're missing out on that by being trapped in this bumper. Help free us from this bumper and we'll see you over at www.necropoticon.com. We are in mortal pain. If you this do not, sucks. please, we Help suffer in this bumper. Us. Save us. Ah! Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.